This is the Sons and Slaves Podcast. This is a show devoted to helping fathers and sons honor and obey the Lord. Join me, Jared, and my sons, Ransom and Valor, as I talk to them about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. Sons and Slaves Podcast. I'm here with my host, Dad and Bob. You guys doing good today? Yeah, I'm doing great. That was a great introduction, Valor. You did a phenomenal job. Guys, what are we drinking today? Hot cocoa and root beer. Root beer. It's maple root beer and hot cocoa. How's that hot cocoa? Is it hitting the spot? It is. But it's very hot right now. It's very hot. It's got to cool down a bit. Yep. And Ransom, how is that maple root beer? Delicious. Okay, this is my first drink. Let's see. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Really good. Well, guys, let's go ahead and pray. And we have a very interesting thing to do today because in our chapter today from Mr. Bob Schultz's book, Boyhood and Beyond, he starts the chapter talking about learning to hunt. And you just had your first official hunt, and we're going to tell everybody about it. Does that sound good? Uh-huh. Okay, let's pray. Hat off, young man. All right. Lord, we want to honor you. We thank you for this time. I thank you for my sons. I pray this would be a really good conversation. We'd have a great time learning about education, what true education is and proper education is. And God, I pray that we put our mind to the tasks of learning. God, thank you that you've gifted us with the ability to learn wonderful things about your word and your world. We pray for blessing upon this conversation. I trust that you're going to bless it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And we all said, Amen. Amen. All right. Ransom had his first hunt. Now, Ransom and Valor have been shooting their bow. Valor, have you been having a really good time with that bow? Tell them what color your bow is. Tell them what you do with your bow. Green, and I shoot it. You shoot it. It's, it's a yeah, bear. Yeah, not real hunting because it can't heal, kill a deer normally. Mine but can. You really, yours can, but you're really wanting a bow that can kill a deer, aren't you? Very much. You're wanting it bad. Oh, red deer because red is my, I mean, a red bow because red is my favorite color one. Red's your favorite color? Red's a good color. Why is red your favorite color, do you think? Just because it's, it's red. Just because it's red. Anything that's red or like certain things that are red? Anything. What about that watch right there? You got a really cool Casio red watch on. Yeah. Like it? Very cool. Okay. All, all three of us has Casio. Is your? Yeah, we do. That's pretty cool. We're Casio guys, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Casio classic. Mm -hmm. So is your color, your favorite color still blue, right? And you got a navy blue hat on that's made in America. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's exactly why I picked it out. Why have you always liked blue, I wonder? I like blue. Any reasons? Or um, you just do? Uh, it's tough to know why. The reason I really like I really like it because one of the reasons is because everywhere I look, there's blue. The blue is in it's, a lot of places, it's true. Mm -hmm. Sky, water. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. And it's kind of like, if you really like a color sometimes, that, even if you're thinking about, yep, right, right there, there's blue, your seats are blue, your jeans are blue. Yeah. Blue really is. I think all jeans are, all, all, all jeans are blue. Pretty blue, well, they're called blue jeans, so, yeah. kind of. A, no, okay, so, jeans. let's go ahead and tell everybody about your first hunt, and then let's talk about the two lessons that we learned. I learned a lesson, you learned a lesson, so you go ahead and, and tell everybody how it went. So, we first... Get everything ready. We went about 4.30 p.m. Took our side-by-side -side Oh, down. yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, anyways... No, it's um, okay. What? And anyways, um, I was going to get my some new shoes in a little bit. Yeah, they're coming in the mail today, aren't they? Yeah, today. Papa bought you some shoes that are coming. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. First, I thought it would be forever, but it's just in like a little bit. I thought it was going to be like a week or something. But it wasn't. It's just like a couple days, and here come those shoes. Yep. Pretty cool. Thanks for letting us know about that, and we're pretty excited about those shoes. Okay, back to you, Ransom. Tell us, uh, 4.30, we go in the side-by-side, we go down to Mr. Tom's house. We take about three minutes to get to the stand. Well, at least two minutes. And we're learning to walk quietly. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And we, we get up in the stand. Then about in an hour, we see a deer... 63 yards Six, away. Yep, was it 63? Yeah, 63 yards. I think that's right. Too far. And too far. I got our hopes up, though. Got the adrenaline going, the, <laughs> the blood pumping, you know, pretty excited. Yeah. And so we walk across. No, we don't. We, and we're in the stand. And we see the deer 60 yards away. Mm-hmm. Too many branches in front of it. I just couldn't take the shot. Right. And at least three hours later. Not three hours. Maybe like 30 minutes. Three minutes. When you're a nine-year-old, time hour. feels really long, but it really hour. wasn't that long. It was not an hour. Okay. It was not an hour. Maybe 30 minutes later. A bunch of deer comes walking through. I was like, dude, they're coming. you got to get ready. Uh-huh. So I was with the crossbow. Dad was, Dad was right beside me. Don't move, son. And I was whispering, don't move. Don't His lips move. weren't even moving. He was just... Yeah, don't move. Don't I was like a ventriloquist. Move. Uh-huh. Don't And why was move. I saying that? Because... Five yards away was, was that little yearling right yeah. in front of our stand, and you couldn't see it. And what were you doing when I was saying, don't move? Moving. Moving. Oh, yeah. Is moving when your dad tells you to not move, is that obedience that's, or disobedience? That's bad enough. So what was the lesson? I'm not going to move. I, told, I thought I knew best. It, I'm not going to do that. I know. Seriously, it is so critical that we obey. And for everybody out there, there are times, listen, boys that are listening in, I want you to hear this. There are many times you always obey your parents, always. And it doesn't mean you obey your parents if you understand them or if you think what they're telling you is right, right. You obey your parents because your parents have a perspective that you don't have because what I saw that you didn't see was that that little yearling right there looking at us, looking at us. It blew out of there, and then all those deer, I mean, they went running out, and I was going to have you shoot the second deer that came up. This was your moment, and if you would have obeyed, you would have had a deer down most likely, but you still get a shot off, right? This yeah. is where the lesson I, I had to learn came into play. The deer ran about 20 yards back. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 at least 30 yards away. Yep, and it was Stop. looking back at us. Here's okay, the problem. Stopped. It didn't have a good angle. There wasn't a clear shot of the vitals. I mean, it was a tiny little shot window. And you asked, can I shoot? And I said, yes, and I should have waited. That was my lesson. I should have waited till it was a better shot because I did not give you a very good chance of success with that shot. And I should have said, no, don't shoot yet. I scanned the leg. I'm very, I wish... No blood. There's no blood. We found the bolt. Missed the deer. But that very deer, close. somehow the deer was limping, but there's no blood. There's no blood, no hair on the arrow at all. So we learned our lessons, didn't we? Mm -hmm. yeah. Tomorrow night, though, there's a cold front coming in right now as we speak. It's been raining all day. Cold front coming in. We're going to go out tomorrow. We're going to be in the stand. We're going to be. We're not going to be in the hotel tomorrow. We're going to be in the stand. If and he, 
actually would have hit it a little higher, it would maybe... Maybe. Maybe kill it. Maybe. But it's just a matter of controlling those emotions because when you see yeah. a deer, I mean, this happened to you, your adrenaline, you, you started to get a little excited. And you have to learn to control that, don't yeah. you? Mm -hmm. Well, to be a hunter and to shoot really good with a bow, let me just ask you guys. Valor, is it really easy to shoot a bow, or does it take time, and do you have to learn how a bow shoots, how to pull it back, how an arrow flies? It takes a lot of learning, doesn't it? Yeah, it takes a lot of learning, but this bow, boom, get it back. Yeah, your bow, but still, I mean, you just have to learn. It's not like you can just pick up a bow and be really great at it, you know, right yeah. away. You gotta people, like practice. Gotta practice. Okay. Pulling bows back. Yep. Some people do that. You're not really at first. I mean, some people are better than others at, at first, but if you're going to be really good at anything, it requires a ton of work, mm -hmm. and it requires you to learn the craft, learn the skill, learn the hobby, whatever, learn the discipline. You have to, you know, put your mind to the work if you want to be good at anything. Mm -hmm. So for your, I mean, you've been practicing with your actual bow, and I think tomorrow, I think next year you'll probably be able to hunt not with just a crossbow. I'm hoping Valor is able to shoot that crossbow. I hope, I hope he's big enough next year. But I think next year, honestly, you'll be ready to shoot with your regular bow. I am ready to shoot with my regular bow. Right? You're going to have to keep practicing all year until next October, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Okay. The crazy thing about this chapter today, as we turn the corner and as we start to take off on our actual content for today, we're talking about education for life. We are back in boyhood and beyond. We're talking about education for life itself, not just education for work or education for a job or employment somewhere. We're talking about real education, what the difference is between a real education and a bad education. Now, what's crazy, in this chapter, he starts the chapter talking about a boy who wants to hunt turkeys, and he's learning to hunt from his grandfather. And he's doing all this work, he's practicing, he's learning to hunt, he's talking to his grandfather, and then he finally gets to go out, his grandfather is listening and his grandson goes out to hunt the turkeys after doing all the learning and all the process to get to the right, you know, the point that he's ready to go out hunting on his own. And after he did all that learning, he got to apply what he learned in the field and he actually shot his first turkey. So here's what Bob says about education. Okay? Mm -hmm. Education is the act of gaining knowledge and skills to use in a future situation. Rodney wanted a turkey. He received an education from experiences with his father and grandfather and from other hunters that helped him be fit for the occasion. In the right season, he put his education into practice and brought home a turkey. Now, there's two basic questions that we need to be asking before we have an educational course. Number one, what situations will I face in the future? And number two, how can I best fit myself for those situations? We want to be taking information that we're learning in any course, class, or conversation we're having with somebody, and we want to be able to apply that in the future. Now, listen to what Bob says. The life of an educated man is easy to comprehend to the uneducated man. The man with an education is prepared. He has skills to avoid trouble, to fix problems, and to chart new courses. An uneducated man is never quite ready for what happens to him. He doesn't know what to do and misses opportunities Pause. because he wasn't prepared. Yes. You need to go to the bathroom. Okay, go to the bathroom. Valor, as he's going to the bathroom, let's just talk about Papu for a minute. Papu knows how to fix a lot of things, doesn't he? Yeah. When there's something around the house, something out in the garage, something with the go-kart or the golf cart or the uh, the hauler, that, or our truck or expedition that's messed up, or that I've got a question about, who do I call? 
Papu. Why do I call Papu? Because he knows how to fix things. He knows how to fix almost anything, doesn't he? He's almost. what? He's kind of like. Fix my sword when I broke it. He can build things. Yeah. Manufacture things. Figure out how something works. Tear it down and rebuild it. What are all the things that you guys have made me for Christmas over the years working with Papu? Made you a fixed blade. Oh, what was that? Made you a fixed blade. A fixed blade knife. What else? And I made him a pin. A pin. That's right. You guys made with me a the pin. Holder. A pin with a holder. It was an oak pin with an oak holder. Hmm. What else? It seems like every year, Papu has something that he's teaching you about how to use a tool, how to make something that you want to make for somebody that you care about. Mm -hmm. He has learned so many things. So for us, when we have questions about how to do, do certain things, Papu is an easy resource, isn't he? Yes. Because he's an older man who's lived a lot of years, that knows how things work, and he loves teaching us things, doesn't he? Yeah. Papu's a really good example of a really good teacher. You know, he was a teacher, you know, a science teacher, but yeah. he's a good example also just for us of, you know, we want to do everything we can for other people too, because we've learned so much from Papu. Now we want to be able to teach other people as well, right? So we want to be able to learn. Now, what Bob is saying is the educated man has advantages over the uneducated man. When we want to read, we, we want to read because we want to understand God's word. And when we understand God's word, we understand God's world. You guys have been learning about the Bible, haven't you? Yeah. We study the Bible. We ask catechism questions. And we just want I'm to learn. I'm reading my Bible right now. Right. And Valor, you're reading every night. I, I see you down there and you're also reading your children's Bible too, aren't you? What are you reading right now? Do you remember? I don't remember what it's called. Can't remember the story? He's reading Because we just finished Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, just finished Joseph, which is pretty cool. Now, here is what's so critical about education, because we don't want to just be educated for education's sake. We want to, again, know and walk humbly with God. The greatest education available to any man allows him to walk with Jesus Christ past judgment and into eternal life. If your education does not include preparation for this event, it is a worthless education, no matter where you got it or how much you paid for it. The most important thing that we can know is the truth of Jesus and then following him. And we want to be prepared for that future event when we will stand and face judgment from God because every man it's appointed to die once and then to be judged by God. And we want to be found in Christ because of Christ's work, we don't want to have to be judged based on only what we have done in this life, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I'm so. Are you guys thankful for Jesus? Yes, I am. I really am. That's the question. Is, is Are we going to be ready to meet the Lord? And for our listeners, we want every single listener, boy, dad, mom, whoever, we want them to know Jesus, don't we? If you're out there and you just found this somehow just because of learning practical skills or wanting to hear something about training, mentoring, raising up sons, but if you don't know Jesus, our goal is that you would honor the Lord by knowing Him. We want every single boy to be born again. We don't want you to just grow up in a Christian household and never know Jesus. We want you to love God's Word, love God's law, and love His gospel in Jesus Christ. We want you to know and walk with the Lord, don't we? Mm -hmm. That's our real desire. It's our deep desire. That's what I, you know, clearly want, what you guys want for people that are listening in. Okay, now, here's what he says. Education and going to school are not necessarily the same thing. This is what I love about this chapter, because he's going to shatter the idea that education is just about school or books. Listen to what he says. You may attend the best college, graduate with the highest honors, and still remain uneducated. 
Even if you have a degree, you are uneducated if you're not ready for the coming events in your life. Let's just pause for a second. There are so many boys in this world and so many young men right now at college. When I go to campus at SAU, they are learning in their classrooms, but they are not learning about life. They are not learning how to face life and deal with life and succeed in life. They're not getting the, getting the basic life skills that's required of a man or a woman in this world. They are getting book smart, sort of, with, with crummy books at SIU, but they're not getting a real good quality education. And that's what we want to give to you guys, and that's what we want our listeners to get, is a real education. Now, even if you have a degree, you are not educated if you're not ready for the coming events in your life. It's not enough just to get a good job. If people remain unfit for a majority of life situations, they remain uneducated. Life is more than having a job. The goal of education is not just to get a good job, but it's to honor God and live life well. We want to live life really well. God's perspective is the basis of a good education because he understands how life's work, life works. The Bible is the framework for all of knowledge. The man who submits his education and knowledge to the ways of the Bible is a man prepared for the future. Whether he is turkey hunting or standing before the judgment seat of God, he will be ready for both. That is a good education. Amos chapter 4 verse 12 says, Prepare to meet thy God. Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 6, he says that the student is like the teacher. I'm going to be preaching this actually in a few weeks. The student is like the teacher. And you guys are learning wonderful things right now. And, you know, when we think about education of our children, for you guys, if we put you in front of people and screens that are teaching you things that are, are not in line with God's word, then we're going to be thinking and, and growing and learning things that are not honoring the Lord, and we're not going to be prepared for life. So it is so crucial that we know God's word and we have a proper education, which is helping us and building us up to actually live this life. Do you guys want to, this is just a, a simple, this isn't like a curveball or anything, but do you guys want to do well in life or do you want to flounder in life? And I want to do good. You want to do really well? Do, do you want to be an educated boy yes, and I one do. day an educated man or do you want to be an uneducated boy and an uneducated man? I can tie now, watch. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh-huh. Well, I did do these. Okay. Well, I'm, we're going to have to teach you, and you're going to have to learn how to tie knots. So, Valor, do you want to be an uneducated boy and man, or do you want to be an educated boy and man? I want to be an educated boy. Educated. Educated. If you just know everything in a book, but don't know how to live life, is that a good I education? I just did it. No, it's not a good education. It's not a good education. I just did it again. Good. If you understand God's Word and look at the world through the lenses of God's word and you're prepared in life situations, are you going to be an educated boy or are not educated boy? Educated. Educated. Boy. Educated. We want to live well. That's what we want to do. So we want to challenge you to be and get a proper education through God's word. And when you know God's word, you can see God's world and you can live as God would have you through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we want for you. Yeah. Anybody else? Any last words? Any parting words for, for anybody? I don't think. Don't think? I think this is a pretty good episode. What do you guys think? Yeah. Think yeah. The best one yet. Best one yet. All right. Well, why don't you guys tell everybody where they can go to find the podcast. On iTunes, you can search, what's the name of the show? Sparksman Podcast. No, it's Sons and Slaves. It used to be the Sparksman Podcast. It's the Sons and Slaves so, Podcast because, remember, we are sons of our father and slaves of our master through the power of the Holy Spirit. Sons and slaves. Podcast. That's who we are. Yes. Sons and Slaves Podcast. Please subscribe and I'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to the Sons and Slaves podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and pass this along to every father and son that you know. Oh,